snap, not y'all pulling up to another episode of the Pretty Nerd Time Machine. What's up, you guys? It is episode six. Episode six. Can y'all believe? Well, I don't want to say six too much because you <laughs> you know black folk gonna play about the too many six. Listen, if my total come up to six dollars and sixty six cents, throw that Snickers on there. Go get you a bag of chips. <laughs> Oh my goodness. What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Pretty Nerd Time Machine. I am your host here to do the absolute most, Bianca B. Gibner, aka the Nostalgia Queen, aka Snow Black. And that's with two C's because I'm chill, but I will chop you. AKA Stephen Bay Smith here to debate all things throwback, Nickelodeon, 90s, Disney, Cartoon Network, anime, you name it. We're going to talk about it here in the Pretty Nerd Time Machine. Yo, I cannot believe this is my sixth episode. I'm really just doing it. I'm making the shake and I'm so proud of me. Period, Pooh. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by yet another very embarrassing status. Y'all know 09 for some reason seems to have all the bops. 19-year-old me was going through it. You guys. <laughs> I let me see what I got today, you guys. Let's see. So, yeah, this is 2009. I said, um, it's saying, first y'all ignore me, then y'all laugh at me, then y'all fight me, but then I win. What the fuck? <laughs> Girl, wasn't nobody thinking about you, laughing at you, nothing. You were not a topic of conversation outside of she's a lame. <laughs> like, oh, uh, I don't understand why people who think they got haters, those be the one, nobody, nobody was paying me no attention. Like, nobody i uh again if you knew 19 year old me i am so sorry uh you guys this is a really dope episode i i I, this has been in my head for a little bit and i actually tweeted about it the other day i tweeted this you guys and it inspired this episode because today we gonna talk about game shows I can't help but make everything we're going to talk about, Bruno. That is literally my ringtone right now. If y'all didn't know that, my ringtone is literally, we don't talk about Bruno. And it's been that for like two years. I, uh, that song is like top tier, sincerely. Let's get into it, you guys. I want to talk game shows because we don't have as many as we used to. I mean, granted, we still got some of the few, like the, you know, the classics. You got Jeopardy and um, even Alex Trebek going now. Even um, Rule of Fortune. Um, what's his name? Uh, Pat Sajak. He just announced he won't retire. So we got those. But I'm talking the nickelodeon like game shows there used to be like hour after hour of literal game shows that you wanted to be on so bad oh my goodness like i feel like if you are real you're not a real 90s kid if you didn't spend like half your childhood training to be on one of these shows that you was never gonna be on let's get into it you guys so as i mentioned earlier i tweeted about this and i asked um i asked twitter let me pull it up here for those of that are watching, yeah, I said Yens, I'm a Pittsburgher, y'all forgive me. Y'all that are watching, y'all can see it through on the screen, but I tweeted and I asked the 90s kids, I said, I want you all to imagine, okay, that you're offered $50,000 to win one of these shows today in 2023, okay? Which one are you choosing? And the options are as follows. Legends of the Hidden Temple, Double Dare 2000, 
guts or finders keepers. All okay. right. So those are the options. And I want to break this down because I kind of want to talk about this. <laughs> so if you are any sort of 90s kids, you knew, like I said, about all the cool stuff. And these four are just ones that I just named off the top of my head. You still got wild and crazy kids. What would you do? I mean, there were so many. They were always on all the time. And it made you want to get up off your ass, try to do these obstacles, and you want to win. All right. So my answer, honestly, for real, for real, I don't know. I'm going <laughs> I don't know because the way auntie's knees set up, if I slip and slide on some slime, (laughs) the letter of the day is S for slip and slide your ass straight to the ER. (laughs) Auntie too big now. I can't, I I don't know. I, so we'll break them down one by one. I want to start with Legends of the Hidden Temple because this one was probably my favorite game show of like all game shows. I wanted to be on Legends so bad. Oh my goodness. Now, if I remember, I'm going to say if I'm a beast and I remember there were six teams. Okay. Um, what Legends of the Hidden Temple was, it was a, a game about, you know, adventure and you traveling through the jungle, whatever. And Olmec was this hidden like totem pole God or whatever. And he would take you on these expeditions talking about the past, where you have to figure out how to get through this temple um, to find this clue about some story and, and win a chance to go to space camp. That was the ultimate prize. If you won everything, you got to go to space camp. So it broke down into six teams. I'm going to see if I'm a beast and I remember. <laughs> um, I know it was the Silver Snakes, because that's what I always wanted to be. Silver Snakes, the Blue Barracudas, Gang Gang, the Purple Parrots, the Red Jaguars, the, was it the Green Monkeys? Yup, and the Orange Iguanas, I think. I'm going to look it up. But I think that's it. And y'all will be broke down into teams of two. And the very first thing you have to go across with this big ass like this river and the first two teams you're eliminated immediately you got to get across this river on this little string like tightrope and you got to get back and then get your teammate across the stream with tightrope and the first four across wins okay and then from that four you go to the little temple of knowledge and where they they read you a story okay you just got to listen and if you answer right you got to go down the steps and it breaks down now y'all the last two teams then those two y'all do these little obstacle course games together and then it's broken down and you and your partner if y'all make it through y'all the last ones y'all get to go through the temple now the temple was lit it was like 50 obstacle course things of sliding climbing jumping swinging putting puzzles together and you had a minute to get through this whole thing now you won like pendants um along the way and if you were good at the games that you were winning before, you had a whole pendant and a half sometimes. If not, you only had half pen or whatever. And you need these pendants because you got in this temple, there were these monstrosities called temple guards. And they would jump out at your ass. And if you ain't pay it, pay up. It was like <laughs> them temple guards was what they were basically big worms. Play with my money is like playing with my emotions. It was coming for your ass. <laughs> and they would jump out, but you can pay them with a pendant. Now, um, if you're the second person to go in, that's because your person who went in before you got caught twice by the Temple Guards and you got to run in and save them. Super, super fun. The only part that irked the hell out of me was that monkey. If you know what I'm talking about, this monkey was three goddamn pieces. I don't understand how these kids got in there knowing what it looked like, knowing that you didn't watch the show on TV all week, knowing that it's three pieces, that it's one, two, three. You watch kids do this every week, four times a week on Nickelodeon, and they get in there and fumble every time. Come on now, dog. 
Come on, man. I just, and then you guys, I looked it up and I found out that they used to film like five or six episodes in like one day and they would let the kids walk through the obstacle course before they actually did it. So they weren't doing it blindly. They had a chance to walk through it. This is how you do it. And they still was falling at the end. I just don't get it. I think the best part about this though, was that the, the prizes were some bullshit. Bullshit, I some bullshit. Like if you remember, <laughs> they would be like, it's okay that you didn't, you know, cross the river in time. You're not gonna go away empty handed. Um, Omex, show them what they wanted. It'd be like a week supply of Nesquik. <laughs> You want a week supply of ring pops. I'm telling you, my mother, I can't imagine my mom playing, um, paying like airfare to fly my black butt all the way down to, you know, Universal Studios, Florida, paying for hotel stays, food, all this stuff, pay, paying for summer clothes because I lived in uh, Michigan when I was, you know, around that time in the 90s. I lived in Michigan, so it was cold. Um, so paying for hot clothes, for me to get down there and lose in the first round and go home with a box of ring pops. <laughs> My mother would have been in that audience with a belt. Get your ass across that river. I mean, it, it, it was a fun, fun game. And that's what that was all about. So that's your first option. Then you got Double Deer, all right? Double Deer, I feel like, was lit. Because it was you and your family. And y'all had to get through all types. I mean, talk about the silliest obstacles. They had, like, you had to dig your hand up this one nose, this big nose, and get all the boogers. Oh, it was absolutely gross. I think the, the one thing about, like, the 90s, like, and Nick, was... Everything was about snot and slime and brain. Ugh, just a just nasty time. But Double Dare was fun because it's like you had to quiz and go back and forth, but you had to rely on your on your parents and your team to get you through. And the obstacle courses, I mean, they had these big things where it looked like the inside of a car wash. They had pies. You got, I mean, they don't make stuff like that anymore. And I think a lot of it is because we're like lazy. You know, I... I think that us not getting off our asses and, and not being as physical as we used to, because everybody used to be outside. Like I told you before, there wasn't no bunch of video games. Stuff. Now granted, we had video games, but it wasn't like the thing. Everybody wanted to go outside and play. So um, there was a lot more physical stuff on TV as far as like game shows. So you, your mom, your dad running through an obstacle course, slipping, sliding, getting pie and all type of stuff. That sounded like normal because we used to do stuff like summer camp. We used to have like, you know, all types of game, water balloon fights. And it was a normal thing. So I don't know. I, I guess that's why they don't have that anymore. But double there, I wanted to do it so bad. I wanted to slide through the eye. There were, and I think at the end of that, there was like like 40 obstacle courses. And the farther along you got, the better the prize you got. I can't remember what was at the end of that. Um, whatever it was, it was super, super lit. Um, and it looked like hell of a lot of fun. But we're going to get into it. Let me talk about Guts. Let's, let's get into it. Guts was so lit. Guts made me want to represent my country, want to represent my squad, represent my hood. It was so cool because it didn't matter where you were from around the globe, you could come be on Global Guts, which is why it was Global Guts. It wasn't just, you know, in the U.S. Kids would come from Mexico, Australia, the USA, wherever, and it would be three kids and you would compete in physical challenges. And I mean, you would have to ride a bike, swim, climb, jump, 
you had to be in shape. And what made it real cool was every kid got their own little shout out in between. So if I was on there, <laughs> I'll be so lit. If I was on there, I would be like, hey, you guys, what's up? I'm Bianca. I'm 13, I don't know, 14 years old. And I'm from, you know, Lansing, Michigan. I'm representing the United States. I like to swim, jump, climb. Can't nobody out jump rope me because, tuh, and, you know, whatever. And you have your little flag from your country. I mean, it's so cute. The best part about it was you could be losing for the most part through the whole thing because you get points as you go along. But the aggro crag at the very, very end, you had to climb this gargantuan huge mountain okay and it wasn't real obviously it was this fake mountain and you have to climb this and do all these obstacles and it's snowing raining wind blowing there's smoke now all of the special effects of course and they got rocks tumbling down and all types oh and you got to climb through and hit these buzzers and get the flag and if you get to the top of that aggro crag you want a piece of the aggro oh my goodness I want to be on that show so bad. You could tell me nothing, okay? Like, that's probably why I was so competitive at field day because I'm like, I've been watching Guts and uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple and all that. You're not finna outrun me, bruh. There was nobody, no one outrun me. Like, you're not, <laughs> you're not finna outdo me. I can climb the aggro crag and I would be tearing up. Um, do they still do field day? Like, for like real field day? Do y'all remember? Like, at the, so in elementary school, at the end of the year, there would be field day. And for those youngins who are listening, field day was a lit time where they would take us all out on the field and the grass and they would have everything, jump rope, hula hoop, racing, climbing, um, egg, uh, three-legged races, uh, what is it, the little sack race, all the stuff. And at the end of the day, you would either get, now this is back when they didn't just get participation trophies. Like, good job, everybody. No, 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 no. You either got a blue ribbon, a white ribbon, or a red ribbon. You came in first, second, or third place period now maybe you might have got a treat at the end but this is back in the day where it was just like no there are clear winners and clear losers and if you lost oh well that just means try again oh well it's just a game like i feel like back in the day they taught us more like how to have fun and not that everything was uh, granted everything was competitive but it was it also taught us how to be good sports like i've seen people lose their shit over like losing games and stuff granted yeah we, we did the same thing i guess back in the day but now it is now like we was cool cool you won first but i'll beat you next time buddy like it was all in good fun uh, but yeah i think it was pretty dope back then how it taught us sportsmanship and how to get along and all that type of stuff it was lit um the last one was finders keepers finders keepers though it was more about luck like i feel like i could do better at that now as a, as a parent because it's like i'm a mom so it's like if i can't find it it's really lost but if I, it's 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 easy to find stuff so i feel like i do better at that now only problem is auntie might have to bend down and, and get on her hands and knees and look under the beds and stuff and then they're gonna have to cut the commercial break because the way my back is set up it's gonna stop drop and lock right there there's no pop lock and dropping it no it's just help help me help me nigga <laughs> just call the paw patrol right now i need somebody to come sweep auntie up off this floor because so founders keepers i don't know because you had to you just kind of got lucky and if you just found whatever it was you know so i don't know if that's really a good competitive one but um i think that i could like get through some of these obstacle courses you know what i think i think i could do figure it out 
Y'all remember that game show? Figure It Out was the one where it had all of our like favorite people from all that and Kenny and Kel and Clarissa Explains It All and Shelby Woo and all that type of stuff. Y'all know about Shelby Woo. That's a hidden gem. Anyway, um, and they would be like the, the panelists and they would have some kid on there with some hidden talent like, um, oh, you know, I can um, hula hoop while I'm standing on my hands. I can use my feet or whatever. And the contestants would have to figure out what this was. And so... They had all these times to guess whatever. So if they figured it out before the kid, um, then they, you know, they would win. But if the kids stumped the panelists, then the kid would win whatever prize. It was really, really cute. And then it would have stuff like, um, like a secret word that they can't say, but they don't know what it is. They're like, the secret word is spaghetti. And they can't, if they got them to say the secret word, they got extra points. Like it was real cute. I think I could play that because I feel like that would do the minimum, the minimum amount of damage to my lower back. <laughs> I feel like that's my safest bet for real. But I don't know. What game show do you think you could win right now as a grown-up in 2023 for $50,000? You think you could do it? I think you could. That's all I want to talk about today, you guys. I want to run that by y'all because game shows used to be the thing. I, I just, I don't know. I miss it. I miss being able to go outside. I miss field day. I miss kickball and all that type of stuff. You just don't see that anymore. But that's what makes the 90s the last of the best. Like I always tell you all, if you want to come on here and debate, you want to argue, you want to, no, I don't think this is the best. No, I think I could have won that. Oh, you forgot to mention that. Come see me, the Nostalgia Queen. Hop over to prettynerdtimemachine.com, slide over to that contact section, and hit me up. We can set it up and we can get on here and debate like good grown-ups that had us a good nostalgic time. That's all we got for today's show, you guys. Y'all stay lit, you stay cool, stay nostalgic. Your squares, check you later. Bye.